that feeling of the food already turning to fat, the kind of hot, swelling, puffiness that you feel. Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. After more than a decade of dieting, binging, and everything in between, I want to help you heal and rediscover a healthy relationship with food. If you're a millennial looking for some food therapy, I'm here for you. Come with a glass of wine, we'll debunk wellness culture, hormone health, intuitive eating, and more. It's not about the food, ladies. Let's get to what you're really hungry for. Today, I want to talk about how it feels to be in the middle of a binge and what to do. It's that feeling of you can't stop eating and being in a trance. So imagine waking up, it's a normal day, and you decide to get a treat after being so good for so long. So maybe it's after lunch and you stroll to your local grocery store or Whole Foods for a treat. And it's amazing while you're eating it, but then the moment goes by too fast and all you can think about is the next thing you want to have. And then the monster is unleashed and you can't stop thinking about going home and buying all the treats to binge on. Does that sound familiar? Being in a state like that, it feels like you're in your own world, like some switch was turned on, like you're in a trance and maybe it's also shrouded in shame, the feelings and thoughts of, you know, who am I? What has taken over me? Why don't I have any willpower? I was being so good. That feeling of the food already turning to fat, the kind of hot, swelling, puffiness that you feel, and then the guilt washes over you. And then at night, probably after a binge, you're going to bed in pain with your stomach bloated and your skin is still warm and everything still feels puffy. And then you wake up and you feel exactly the same way where the bloating and discomfort are still there. Your face still feels puffy. Everything is swollen still and you can't bear to think of the damage that's already been done. But you also don't want to restart everything because that means restricting again and owning up to what you've done. It's also too much to bear. I don't know about you, but this is a very familiar feeling I've had in the past. And I recount it so vividly because I was talking to a client of mine the other day and she was going through this exact scenario where it reminded me exactly of how I felt, you know, seven years ago. Everything from going to the grocery store randomly in the middle of the day to get something sweet to waking up feeling swollen and continuing to eat and the binge cycle just going on for days and days and days and feeling progressively more out of control. If you're feeling like this as well, if this sounds like something you've been through recently, if you're in the middle of a binge cycle, I want to help you understand why this might be happening because there's some underlying things that are happening under the hood. One, part of it has to do with the brain. So you know that trance-like feeling in the middle of a binge where you literally feel like you're, it's like an out-of-body experience? That fixated feeling on eating is actually a form of primal hunger. If you've had a history of dieting or restricting, 
for a long period of time, your primal hunger might have kicked in. And there's actually two things happening. So you have your logical brain and you also have your primal brain. So when it comes to your logical brain, that's the frontal cortex. It's the smart part of you that is logical. But then you also have the primal brain that's tucked underneath the frontal cortex, and that's in the brainstem where the cerebellum is. And that's the part of the brain that wants to keep you safe and losing weight, restricting for a long time. That doesn't keep you safe. That keeps you in the danger zone. So after a long period of restricting, the primal brain actually kicks in, which kicks in that primal hunger where you feel completely out of control. And so that's part of the feeling. Number two, on an emotional level, the bad foods that you've said no to for so long becomes even more appealing and you long for them and you dream about them and you miss them. And that's also purely human nature. It's like the forbidden fruit analogy of when something has been taken away from you for a long time, the next time you have it, it's going to be even better. It's going to be even more tasty. It's going to be even more appealing. But had I given you that same thing every single day for the rest of your life, every time you look at it, you're like, oh, okay, it's there. I don't really care about it because I know I'm going to get it tomorrow and the next day and for the rest of my life. So on an emotional level, there's the forbidden fruit phenomenon. And then the third thing that's happening is your desire to be thin. That's actually perpetuating this cycle. So maybe you're trying to push the limits of your body to be the thinnest version of itself. And sure, maybe it's possible, but it's not necessarily the most sustainable. And so every time you eat or overeat, it perpetuates the guilt and the feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm going to gain this weight and I'm going to derail everything I've worked so hard to, to get to. And then that causes even more restriction and even more binging because restriction ultimately always leads to a binge over time. And with this client of mine, she actually saw this pattern. So over the past 10 years, she could restrict in the very beginning for long periods of time, and then one binge would happen. And then again, restrict, restrict, restrict. But then the next time a binge happens, it was longer in time. And now every time her binges come on, it's so much longer, she can't control it. And the binges are coming closer in frequency. So she can't keep restricting for as long as she used to without a binge coming on. So again, your desire to be thin and to maintain that is not necessarily the most sustainable, but it's also what keeps you stuck in that restricting and binge cycle. So do you see how this is all kind of this vicious cycle that keeps you stuck? And in my experience with clients, I see this pattern over and over and over again oscillating between the extremes of restricting and then binging and feeling at rock bottom, knowing that you can't go on this way. If you go on this way, your relationship with food is forever going to be stuck. It's going to be this toxic cycle where you can't see balance. You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. My most recent client who came in, she was hesitant about seeing a dietitian because she still wanted to lose weight, but she ultimately knew that she didn't want to live like this anymore with with this binging and with this, this dieting mindset. And so the solution in her case 
was to restart everything. She knew that the next step wasn't restricting again, because that ultimately will lead to a binge. So to come out of the binge, we had to forge another plan forward, not restricting, but something completely different. So together we have to literally rewrite the script to accept that this is a new starting point. So regardless of how puffy she feels or how much weight she feels like she's gained since the binge, she needs to shift her perspective. The first thing that we talked about was introducing one thing the next morning that would make her feel better. Without looking at the mirror, without noticing how puffy she was, she needed to do something that made her feel good first thing. Maybe for you, that's drinking a large glass of water or tea Maybe for you, it's going outside and getting some fresh air. Whatever it is, do that one thing without letting the mirror bog you down. And from a nutrition standpoint, we talked about all the ways that she can nourish herself properly with the right foods and the right timing, because otherwise she's not giving her body the nutrients it needs, which further exacerbates the primal hunger. So we are looking into that as well. All that to say, there's light at the end of the tunnel. You can't do something over and over again, expecting it to be different when you've been miserable this entire time following this way of doing things. So if you feel like this, your next action item is to scratch out everything you've done and write a new script for when, how, and what to eat. And the clients I've worked with in regards to binge eating, I've seen for some more than a year. And they've come such a long way of not seeing food as black and white, but more so this more neutral perspective. Now my clients with binge eating, they don't feel guilt after eating certain foods. So they rarely spiral into a binge. When we neutralize the charge on all foods, it no longer holds the power. So ultimately my clients come out the other end feeling more empowered and at ease with food. So for you, Again, I'm going to repeat this over and over again. It's time to rewrite the script for yourself on how, when, and what to eat. You've got to shift your whole perspective around food and your body in order to break out of this miserable cycle. So just know that with the right support, you can be a normal eater again. Don't hesitate to reach out to a therapist or a friend or a dietitian to help you through this because it took me seven years doing it alone. It can take you one if you have the right support. And so I have a video on my website, on my homepage that has a few more tips and it's a free download. So feel free to do that and go there. I'll link it in my show notes. Thank you so much again for letting me into your ears. I love, love, love the work that I do. And it brings me so much joy to be able to help people improve their relationship with food. So I can't thank you enough for letting me into your life as well. So until next time, I'll see you next Tuesday.